Kitty, watch out. Better leave him alone. Today on Alphabetical, leave my kitten alone. Meow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the Internet's only podcast that reviews every single Beatles song alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm L. Adam. I'm John. And today we are talking about Leave My Kitten Alone from 1964, but not released officially until Anthology 1. Well, on a record. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Almost on the record. Beatles for sale, but didn't. Yeah, it's a, Beatle, a B4 dollar sign outtake. Right. Um, written by uh, some great names in the writing credits here. It's this was actually my, my nickname in high school. Little Willie John. That's right. Right. Uh, James McDougall. And Titus Turner, not Tina Turner, Titus Turner. Titus, Titus O'Neill. Titus, Titus Turner. Titus Turner. The Titus brother of uh, Turner. Tina Turner. No. Is it really? No. Oh. No. Brother-in-law, maybe? You're so gullible, uh-huh. Alex. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it's a song that was a, uh, you know, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was a hit, but it was a song that they knew, you know, the Beatles were into the uh, the popular um, you know, rock and roll, R and B kind of uh, uh, feline related songs. stuff. Yeah, only cat related songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does everyone here have a cat? I have a cat. I have mm-hmm. a cat. Yeah, we all have Alex, cats Alex, for now. Cat. We'll see. By the time this episode yeah. airs, Aww. we'll, we'll see. But that's right. Oh. Um. Yeah, this was part of their Hamburg repertoire. Hmm. Although I guess they had played it for a few years by the time they recorded it for B four dollar sign. Right. But. uh one of their standards hmm. from back in the day. Yeah. Um, and it is pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> a little too standard for B4 One of those dollar rock sign. and rolls. But, you know, B4 dollar sign had a lot of these kind of, you know, standards. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to call them filler because of my special relationship with Beatles for sale. But uh, a lot of these, you know, songs that aren't Beatles songs, they're just kind of songs played by the Beatles in a beatle way. But Right. Well, back in the day, it's I guess it back in my day, it helps to keep in mind they were recording two albums a year while they were like touring all right. year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like nowadays where you're like, oh, three years between albums, and you know you can spend as much time as you want. So I mean, yeah, right, that's crazy. It's yeah, like still crazy. Guns N' Roses took like uh, Guns N' Roses took like ten years to, and then they released an album of covers. Yeah, <laughs> whatever uh, that was. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I guess this is one of the things where they're like, you know, well, we need some. Not filler exactly, but we need to fill up this album, so let's use you know some of these, mm. some of these. Uh, I guess I guess it is literally filler. Yeah. So, but but not in the bad way. In the way that um, it's more like stuffing, right? It's like delicious stuffing. Yeah. You know, I mean, every new band is uh, comes in with some covers, mm-hmm. and some bands are just known for their covers. Like, what's that band that sings that Michael UB40? Jackson? UB40. UB40. Or um, Eddie. UB40 was all covers, pretty much. Uh, uh, any hit, any song you've heard by UB40 is pretty much a cover. What yeah. about Red Red Wine? That was a cover. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of my UB40 knowledge. <laughs> yeah, wait, they did a Michael Jackson cover? What'd UB40? You? No, no, yeah, no, no, no. What's, what's that band? Oh, uh, Alien Ant Farm? Alien Ant Farm. They're right. amazing. Are I they? saw them live. And okay, so maybe a, I, I just know them from that song. Yeah, I mean, that mm-hmm. was their big kind yeah. of hit. But uh, sorry. No, I mean, we'll get on the uh, oh, Alien Ant Farm podcast. Wasn't there, there was like a third wave, whatever, fourth wave. There was a new ska band uh, in the 90s that also was like 
they were only just big for they did a kind of uh, ska punk cover of something. What? I can't remember the what. Come on, Eileen one. <laughs> I don't know who did that. Uh, that Save Ferris. Thanks, these Midnight Runners. Yeah. <laughs> I think Save Ferris did that one. All right. Anyway, it's that type of thing. Or Take on Me, uh, Real Big Fish. They Take on Me. Uh, did they all do did they? like eighties covers? Because they did 80s? that. I think they did that for the uh, baseball. Ba- uh, <laughs> they did it for the baseball. You know. You know what's weird? Basketball. Not to go on too yeah. much of a tangent, but but lately I've been what, hearing a tangent from from, from, from uh, a tangent from yeah. Leave My Kid Alone. Uh, when, when you hear like not covers, but like parts of songs, like Take on Me, like mm-hmm. there's some mm-hmm. song out there that uses it, the melody. Oh, the right. Gremlins Two soundtrack. There's a the, no. the main theme has the same beginning, the medley as a uh, take on me. It drives like, me insane. Every time. Gremlins Two. Yeah, I don't no. think that, that's the. Uh, Although Pete's earlier not, we were Pete's talking not about. one who could that's recognize for, take on me as we've learned in music trivia. I recognize. That. I just couldn't remember yeah, in the uh-huh. in the lightning round pre- high pressure situation. I couldn't remember that it was aha. Now I can remember it was aha. At the time, like having a freaking heart attack. It was a you know uh, like sudden death kind of lightning round. You know they play the song, first person to shout it out, shout out the artist, gets right. it, and I just couldn't like as soon as it started. It took me a second to realize. By the time I recognized that it was take on me, and you know then who the artist was, it, it was too late. I started. I had started to say Human League, and then the other guy was like, "Aha!" And then "Aha, aha, aha!" It's Human aha. League. It's the Human League. <laughs> Anyway, leave my kitten alone. <clears throat> the tangents kind of uh, just explain, you know, what we have on this song. <laughs> yeah, not too much. Although it's got an interesting life, this song. So it was recorded for um, Beatles for Sale. Big Willie, uh, Beatles for Sale. Did not, you know, did not make the cut. Was cut from Beatles for Sale. Then it was... Apparently I heard it, well, one of the speculations was that it was cut so that they could have George sing Everybody Wants to Be My Baby. Hmm. because there was not a George song on there up until that point. So they said, right. okay, let's cut out, Interesting. leave my kid alone, and have George get to sing a song. Hmm. Anyway. You think George should, uh, sat in the corner and held his breath until they let him do a song? Yeah, probably. He probably just played a, a bad solo on every other song. Until <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Despite them. So cut from the Beatles for Sale. Didn't make it on there. Then in... Uh, what is it, 82 or something like that? Uh, it was mixed by John Barrett for use in Beatles at Abbey Road. The Beatles at Abbey Road, which was a, uh, was it a TV special or was it a, a museum thing or something? There was like a... I've never heard of it. Uh, it a, yeah, it was a it was video like a presentation to, oh, yeah. to show at the studio was a, at the, oh. on the public tour. There you go. Okay. So they... <laughs> I, I, I like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Paul. <laughs> What you see here is a machine that records tones. <laughs> Instructional like video, a, like yeah, it's like a children's. When you get a job at Wendy's or something, you know, <laughs> right. always take the fries out before they burn. <laughs> I would love to see, yeah, Paul McCartney in uh, industrial videos. <laughs> um, Showing where the exits are. <laughs> right. right, two in the front, two in the back, two in the front, duality. two in the back. <laughs> it's a duality of, of egress. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um. So it was mixed by John Barrett for using that. Then uh, when they were, EMI was going to put together that uh, uh, Sessions album. 
the which oh, was yeah. the, the all the kind of you know the the B sides and or not B sides the the outtakes and material. uncollected material of the Beatles. Uh, Jeff Emmerich, who we've we've heard from a lot, he mixed it for use in that. Mm-hmm. Beatles put the kibosh on that. They're like, no, no, we're going to do our own thing like that. And then so in ninety five, three, four, four, six, uh, George Martin did the final mix for use in anthology one. The song's been remixed more than I don't have a joke. <laughs> uh, so it's funny that it's like for a song that <laughs> joke, for a song that was joke never TBA. Yeah. yeah, joke TBA. Adam, go back and I edit got the that rhythm down, but no, uh, no real punchline. I will edit that joke in. <laughs> okay, um, it's been remixed more times than cows, <laughs> cows, <laughs> Mister Black, Mister Black. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for a song that's not you know that never really wasn't officially released until 30 years after it was recorded. It had an interesting life of, yeah. you know, basically four different uh, iterations. Do you think um, it was just like, it, like the idea was like, there's, this is something there, but I, it just, if we could just remix it, it'll be better. Yeah. And they just, they, they tried three times. And, right. <laughs> and at the end, it was just kind of like, it's all right, George, you did your best. <laughs> like George, George Martin was just like, no, I can, it's there. I can feel it. It's, no, 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 it's all right. <laughs> Just let, let me let me add some piano to it. <laughs> double time, double time. I'll put I'll stick some paper in the piano. I'll play it. I'll record it slowly. Spin it around. No, no, it's all right. It's just like leave it. George Martin becomes like Howard Hughes, and he's just like <laughs> right. living by himself, like remixing the song all yeah. every day. Right, watching Help for or in a Hard Day's Night for like forty years straight. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. He did a nine-hour remix of it. <laughs> right, nine hours long, <laughs> like big orchestral swells and stuff. Yeah. Um, Leave my kittens revolution alone. <laughs> I'm assuming this song did not make Rolling Stones 100 greatest. Actually, it's song. number one. It did not. I checked. No, remember number one was Ferris Bueller's version of oh, yes. Twist and Shout. I forgot. Oh. Yes, <laughs> good call. Um, well, what do we think of it? It's not terrible. No, it's, no. it's still fun. It's got so. a um, Pete. You you probably can help me out with this. The the riff, like the main riff. Oh, I thought you were going to ask about gravy. Boom, boom, gravy. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Why it kind of sounds like a um, the Price is Right or Family Feud, like I'd go more Family Feud. Is that Family Feud? Price is Right. I didn't know which one. I couldn't remember which one. Or maybe Tic Tac Toe. I don't know that one. That predates me because you guys are old. But yeah, no, the beginning of it always makes me think of like watching game shows and doing, you know. Yeah. Maybe it's Family Feud. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I can see it. Listen to it. I don't know which version of Family Feud you're thinking of. Are you talking about the Richard Dawson era? Sure. Yeah. It was not like a, oh, the, uh, I was thinking of the music they play when they used to say, it's the Family Feud. <laughs> no, no. When, you know, the Family Feud. When they would first come out, it would be that violin, that kind of like, right. and then they say, it's the Johnson family, Margaret, Philip, Tommy, Basil, you know, and the whole thing. <laughs> Philip, Tommy, Basil. Basil. <laughs> Sorry, what are you guys? Well, heard of Basil Thomas? Maybe it's something yeah, sure. else. <laughs> I'm just surprised he, you know, they let him on the show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, this is an okay song. You know, as we said, it's kind of a you know, it's, it's stuffing. It's it's a rocker, a bit of a rocker, but it's still, you know, stuffing. It's got a, a little bit of that er, beetle gravy, a little bit of early, you know, feeling, but not, uh, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Yeah. I usually don't skip it when it comes on, but it rarely comes on because I'd have to be listening to Anthology 1, which I don't do too much because there's a lot of kind of uh, 
pitfalls. There's a lot of there's a lot of sinkers in uh, in anthology one, like a lot of early scratchy stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think it. Um, I think the song has some good qualities. I think his vocals are really strong on it. Mm-hmm. I think it benefits from the fact that it's again one of those anthology rarities where you don't even hear it as much as other Beatles songs. So it kind right. of sounds a little fresher. Um, I think also, no offense to uh, you, Pete, but B4 Dollar Sign has mm-hmm. one of my least favorite Beatles songs on it, Mr. Moonlight. And oh. I what? No, <laughs> spoilers, come on. Spoilers. Totally replace Mr. Moonlight. We're going to get album. there. You're crazy. People are going to be so mad. <laughs> I'm going to release a single of Mr. Moonlight and A Day in the Life of just uh, of us talking about Mr. Spoiler. All um, right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. It's we're in the L's. a couple weeks. Yeah, but we're, we're in the L's. We're almost there. You yeah. can't we're wait past the halfway long. point. Ah. Point of no return. I want to be mad at you guys now. <laughs> I thought this song was okay until I went and listened to a bunch of other versions of it. Like when looking for covers, I found a bunch of other versions. And I was like, well, all these kind of have a little more energy than the Beatles version of it. And so it kind of knocked it down a little bit. So yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go two and a half. I was going to go three because it's a fairly standard rocker, but then listening to the other ones, I was like, oh, it doesn't have that. I give it I'll go, th- uh, So you, yeah, you pick the, pick the three, unit. Three here. kittens. Three kittens hmm. for me. Uh, I also gave it two and a half kittens. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. It's nothing, you know, the thing is I, I was like, wait, what song is that? And then <laughs> when I was like, oh yeah, of course, it's this song. I know this one, but eh. Yeah, I thought it was a practical joke. <laughs> um, uh, two and a half kittens. Oh. Kitties. Half a kitten. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh. It's a, Split down the middle like yeah. uh, Return of the Living Dead. That's that, why uh, we were all just giving it whole numbers because none of us wanted to no, do you, a half. You gave it a two and a half. Oh, did I? You yeah, gave it two right. and a half. Let's two. put our kittens together. <laughs> all right. Five kittens. I still got like, a half a kitten running around. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. No, so none of us gave it whole numbers. We were all chopping uh, up kittens. Only Alex did. I gave mm. it three solid. Alex cares. Mm. Living kittens. Um. Yeah. So you said you you listened to some other people doing it. So. I did. Uh, well, you know, John's namesake, Little Willie, <laughs> Little Willie John. Um, that version is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little bit of a standard rocker still, but it has like the thing that sets it above the rest. Uh, well, not all the rest. There's, I got another one that I like too. But going back to the one thing that the, the Beatles could have used in this to make it better is uh, Little Willie John has uh, these uh, kind of girl groups sending you know, uh, backup singers who, uh, like, uh, they keep going like, meow, like, as they're singing, <laughs> meow. Like, they're doing, like, they're singing meow, but, like, to the tune of the song as backup singers. And it's, it's, it's uh, I, I, I like that a lot. The Beatles definitely should have hmm. left that in. Like Henrietta Pussycat. But, yeah. Good night, everybody. Um, but the version I, that I most uh, gravitated towards, and this could just be that I might have to enter a phase of uh, listening heavily to these guys for like a week or so until I get sick of them and go back to not listening to them, is Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. It's an awesome name. <laughs> yeah, they look awesome too. They look very much like, uh, you know, they're they're wearing like kind of uh, turbans and headgear, and and but also the kind Steve of you know Martin's 1962 band? kind of you know Mad Men era suits. Um. And they're very, you know, tongue in cheek, but still did some good. They did a uh, Wooly Bully was their big song. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I should know that for trivia if that ever comes up. All right, there you go. Yeah. Then I'll be yelling at you. I was like, how's Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs? 
but yeah, they their version of it, it did not have the meows, but it, it was definitely a little more rocking, I think, than the than the Beatles one. Hmm. Uh, my pick was the Detroit Cobras. Hmm. That's an awesome name. It's a, they're like a, 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 like a minor league baseball group, team. Right? I think so. I don't they're, know they're much modern? about them. Uh, they're all lady singers, oh. and they do Ooh. their version does include some variation of the meow thing. I'm mm-hmm. happy to know. So, like a hiss. No, it's definitely more like a meow than a oh. hiss. But I don't remember if it's at the same spot or if it's as and as many meows as mm. Pete was uh, describing. Mm. If you're listening, so. Detroit Cobras, give us a call. <laughs> Adam wants to talk to you. Yep, <laughs> I like your band name, so that's the great basis for a relationship. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, if that's it for, uh, you know, if that's all we can get out of, uh, leave, uh, leave Schreiber. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lee of my kitten alone. Pete, Pete, your hair is all messed up. Oh, see, that's why I normally wear a hat. Uh, hey, uh, Alex, do me a favor. Yes. So what's that? Um, can I borrow your brush? Oh, no, wait. Can you, uh, lend me your comb? <laughs> it's kind of, uh, kind of gross, isn't yeah. it? Either way, it's gross, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, uh, and coincidentally, the uh, the song that we'll be here to talk about on uh, Friday is a song called "Lend Me Your Comb," as performed by the Beatles. Um, there's another kind of you know full sentence title here. Uh, so everybody, uh, just come back on Friday, listen to us talk about "Lend Me Your Comb," and uh, see if we can pull out more material <laughs> similar to we, the, the stuff that we came up with today. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter or Alpha Beatles on both of those yeah. to review on iTunes and we'll see you here on Friday bye alien Alpha. <laughs> 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 <laughs>